Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a Wednesday morning in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. A very chilly 20 degrees Ooh, right now. Yeah. We're not going to make it out of the 20s today. Uh, high Wait, 20- that's it? Yeah. High of the 29. Jesus. Jeez. Sorry. Right. Well, what do you want me to do? I can't change the weather, man. <laughs> man. And it's, I mean, the warmest we're going to be getting high-wise is tomorrow at 37, but we have snow scheduled there as well. Okay. Uh, so bundle up mm. and just think back to warmer times last week when it was like 60 degrees. Yes. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to both of you guys. Yeah, right back at you. You guys got big plans tonight? No. How about well, you? Wednesday night. Okay. Well, no. I love how you say it like you would have another thing to do. What else? Do I'm, we, I'm packed up this week. I, you packed do, up. No, you literally don't. So much. You, you don't, I don't even want to start because I don't like to complain, Pat. Kimmy. No. Is he working? Uh, he, so he's, he gets off this morning. Mm. He doesn't want to handle anything hot. He just wants to go home and relax. <laughs> well, then I they think, could do something. I think when, when Valentine's Day falls midweek, I'd rather celebrate more on the weekend. You get yeah, to enjoy it more. Yeah, I think most people more. do. You know okay. what I mean? Again. You don't have to worry about like early dinner. I don't know. Yeah, you go out nice on a weekend. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand. But Cocktail. I, I mean this with all due respect to both of you guys. Like folks that with kids that are listening, you know, or like, you know, activities yeah, yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. Because neither of you do anything during the week. Fair? Do you have any hobbies you do during the week, Kimmy? Um, how much time do you spend at the gym? What are you talking about? I'm just wondering, like, because you seem like you have some time to do stuff, too. Okay, I don't know why you're Ooh. getting saucy. Uh, you're the, you're, you guys don't do anything. Well, but you don't. Do we eat out every day? Happy Valentine's Day to <laughs> Thomas Mom's Cratch. <laughs> you were saying, Kimmy, I'm sorry? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Thrown off. I guess what I'm getting at is... So what do you is, do? Are you doing stuff tonight? Well, no. So my, my oldest has hockey practice. Yeah. And we couldn't do anything last week because we already had plans to that Sabres game we won tickets to. Right. And then this weekend, I have to take my oldest by myself, like just us two. She's got a hockey tournament in Erie. So like... There's no Valentine's Day room. Yeah. No space. Yeah. And I tried to talk my wife into coming to the rink tonight, and I had this plan of doing like this like romantic, like bring a tablecloth and a candle and like stopping. French fries. Wait, yeah. at the rink? Rink, rink fries. Yeah. They're the best. Well, they are the best. But no, I was going to stop at like a restaurant and get oh, something to go and like set right, it up. Right. And Spontaneous. My, my yeah. wife was like, no. I was like, okay. Well, you should have sprung it on her. I was going, well, I need yeah. to get her to the rink. Uh, what yeah. am I going to do? Call her. Still, it's really yeah. hard to get her fast. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Just kidding. She's fine. Now, but uh, I guess as you get older, and the reason I brought up the no kids before yeah. you guys got all snippy bitch on me, 
is your concerns when you have kids, especially daughters, move from your own romantic lives to theirs. Okay. For example, um, I've been living in fear the last couple of years, every Valentine's Day, for the boy bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and you've, you've made it. Pretty pretty far. She's 13? So my oldest yeah. is 13, my youngest mm. is 11. They're both in middle school right now. Right. And this is right around when that stuff happens. And uh, don't get me wrong, there are boys. I know there are boys, right? I see her. Sharks are right, in the right, water. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That around that time, though, when you, you, you make it as official as you can for being 13. So I'm not even talking, Kimmy, about a boyfriend. Okay. Because I told my daughters they can have boyfriends after they get married. Like, that's fine. You can <laughs> yeah. do that. Um, <laughs> but I'm worried, Kimmy, about the grand romantic gesture that stu- from a boy or from her to from a boy? A, well, from a boy, first off, okay. that stupid middle school boys will do yes. around Valentine's Day. Okay. <clears throat> do they do like Yeah. Because I know they do those promposals. Do they do over-the-top stuff for Valentine's Day, too? So I've never heard of it, but I wouldn't be out of the question. Right. Why are you making my life? I think that's a valid question. <gasps> no, I was just thinking of, I remember in sixth grade, <laughs> this little kid went all out for like this girl that he liked. It was a player. And like, at the time, it was like, whoa. He got you a chocolate keyboard. <laughs> wow, a keyboard. It was like a legit keyboard, but a whole solid piece of chocolate. I I, I, I live in fear of my daughters. One of my daughters coming home with a bunch of flowers and balloons and a yeah. teddy bear. And it's going to happen. Yeah, I know. At some point, and I've been able to dodge this bullet for so many years, and I'm hoping today, when my daughter's going home from school, they don't have that stuff in their hands right. from some boy, because I don't know. I'm afraid once that grand gesture shows up- mm-hmm. that, This game's on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, everything will get p- pushed into, yeah. like, super serious. The world's going to change for you. Exactly. Because, like, Kimmy, that's, that's the official kickoff to, like, legitimate, quote fingers, relationship yeah, yeah. for kids. I mean, that's the start, as, you know- yeah. I mean, it matters. Even if even if they're just, you know, saying they're going out or, I don't know, do your kids call it going out? I think so. I mean, her friends and have you said, sit next what do the to kids call it lunch. these days, Pat? Well, no, I mean, I mean it's like, a it's, question. Yeah, I mean, like, it starts out, you know, just them sit, sitting right? next to each other, right? And then, I I don't know, it's a, hopefully a slow-moving thing. Well, that's just it. She's 13, so I don't yeah. even know. Like, we're past the, like, you know passing notes in the cafeteria thing. Like, my daughter wants to, like, go do things. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, well, I'm like... I, I know, like, your, your your kids and and kids their age are much different than we... I mean, but we would go, like, hang out at the mall yeah, or go I'm to not, the movies. But I'm not dropping yeah. my kid off at the mall at 13, yeah. right? I'm not going to be my They parents. used to, for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's a lot of things we used to do with kids that you absolutely should never do. I know, I know, do. I know. They pulled them out of the factories. By the way, and the my, prices shot up. My daughter's not even legally allowed to go to the mall mm. without me because of the curfew. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. So, like, all this, the place, even the movie theater, yeah, they have, like, have age restrictions. Yeah. yeah, so all the places all that right. we went and spent time, my kids can't Has go. Has to be supervised. Exactly. Like, Kimmy, do you remember the first over-the-top thing a boy did for you to try She's and She's still waiting. Love? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember it was a big thing, especially in middle school. They would, like, decorate your locker for mm. Valentine's oh. Day. Put, like, balloons in it. They'd, like, put stuff in it to surprise you. Did, that that, was like, did you get one of those? I did, but that wasn't until high school. <laughs> okay. Was this a boy? I think I, I, the boy I dated in uh, middle school maybe lasted like two weeks. Okay, so can we talk about this boy in middle school? Yeah. All right. Um, did he ask you out? Like, what, what What was that situation I think it was like, like whispers among friends, like, he wants to go out with you. Do you want to go out with him? Okay. Kind of so, thing. So, the, so there wasn't a grand gesture on his part? Not that I remember. 
All right, the boy that decorated your locker in high school. Yeah. Were you already dating him, or was that yeah, his yeah, way yeah. of, okay, so yeah. you can't help me at all here. Mm. Oh, you're thinking like somebody like, surprises him. Oh, like, so, oh, like asks you out on Valentine's Either asks you out, or I'm revealing my feelings. Oh. Yes, I, right. I, I have these. That would be a bold move for a middle school kid. But I have these vivid memories of middle and high school where that's how boys decided, like, I'm going to spring mm. it on you. You waited for something like Valentine's ah. Day, and you made this super grand gesture. And that way, if you got shot down, well, it was Valentine's Day anyway. So let me ask you this. So are boys more confident today because they, they're they not being raised by people like our fathers? Because hmm. I could imagine if I walked out, the hell you going with that crap? <laughs> no. My no, dad encouraged that I was going to say, I think- Oh, my father I would think, shoot it down immediately. I think boys, uh, when we were kids, had too much confidence, maybe. Oh, all right. And it, it probably, that's how they got their feelings hurt. No, like, to, yeah. to your, like your dad and my dad, guys of that generation, mm. they were the ones that were like, you yeah, gotta just go gotta go for it. Exactly. So yeah. let me tell you a story. Yeah. I'm in kindergarten, what, five, six, five years old? Yeah. So, uh, Walt Disney School out there in uh, Gates. Mm. And uh, I had uh, I was in love with this girl. In love with this girl. I was going to marry her. Tara Guile. Okay. All right. So I uh, tell my dad, you know. Valentine's Day is mm. coming up, and I, I want to, you know, I want to be my girlfriend. And instead of my dad going, "Hey, you're five, right. six, right? You don't need a girlfriend," he comes up with an idea for me. Okay. So we go out to Wegman's, we buy a box of chocolate, right. oh. and he goes, uh, "Listen, you got to take this to her tomorrow. Mm. You got to walk up to her and say that you like her." And you're five. Her. I'm five, six years old, kindergarten, whatever kindergarten is, yeah. right? So I go, all right, all right, all right, all right. And like, I remember being on the bus and I got the chocolate in my backpack and like, you know, the butterflies or things. I'm yeah. thinking to myself, like, I don't want to do this. Like, what if, you know, you start to think, like, what if this goes wrong? So I get to school and I tell the teacher that I have this box of chocolates that I want to give to Tara. And I go, I'm going to put it in her mailbox. Now, we're now at the second line of defense from me being yeah. destroyed, like a right. second adult yeah. here. And even the teacher goes, no, you got to give it to her face to face. You got to can it to her. For everybody. Yes, and that's what happened. She thought this was going to be an adorable little moment. But again, I'm five or six years old. So, all right, all right, I got to do it. Two adults. I got to do it. I'm nervous. And the heart's racing, right? right? And there's Tara. So I walk up to her. And I go, I got you these chocolates for Valentine's Day. And I said something along the lines of, like, we be my girlfriend or, like, I want to be your boyfriend. And she, like, took the chocolates. And, of course, she's embarrassed because everybody's watching. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I just like you as a friend, okay? And she, like, ran off. With the chocolates with the chocolates yes yeah, that's she, a woman she took <laughs> and that was my introduction mm. to why Women. yes what the hell but well, here's the thing at least you got it out of the way at five well but kimmy it wasn't tara guile's fault <laughs> no it no. was my father yeah. and that teacher's yeah. fault why did you let me do that <laughs> i didn't know any better yeah your dad could have been like you know maybe wait a little bit yeah. you know well, feel it out yeah, maybe yeah. wait a couple right. years so maybe my father's idea was better shoot it down at the beginning <laughs> I give that relationship two weeks with your mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a good... <laughs> no, Speaking, running my mouth. Yeah. Uh, it is and a good... the other mouth, too, probably. 252WCMF. <sighs> it is a good question. Like, what do you encourage your kids to do up to a point? Right? Okay. Like, if your kid... Because like, I sit here and talk about my fear of my mm. daughter's coming home. But if you have sons, I mean, you're in that boat right now, right? Like, yeah. your son wants to make a grand gesture. What... Advice do you give them? What line do you draw where you go, you don't want to go that far? Do you try and hold them back, period, from starting a relationship, quote fingers, in middle school? Right. So what's the... So I guess, I mean, at some point you're going to lose this battle, right? Yeah. I mean, mean, it's coming. Yes. Right. And, and, you know, it's not even a battle. Like, I'm not actively fighting against it. I just don't want it to happen. Right. Which is the same thing, kind of. Like butterfly but, but kisses would you rather, in my head right now. I guess my question is, would you rather kind of ease into it, though, at this age, knowing it's it's 
it's pretty innocent up front, or you don't want to see it until you know teenage I years. I don't know what I want. Can uh-huh. you, I don't know what I want. Because I, I got to figure there's a change of coming. <laughs> I was born oh, with some chocolate <laughs> down by the river. Should have thrown them in. No, you're right. I mean, there's a, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it's coming. Like, I mean, her interests are going to change. Do you? No, I mean, she's interested in boys. I mean, no, like but I'm saying like all her interests. I'm, I'm assuming. Like, what you liked at 12 is completely different than what you like at 16. You know right? that's yeah. us talking, right? All the things we liked at 12, we still like today. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, normal people. Would it be more difficult to navigate as a parent if um, if your kid, if your daughter got something from a boy that she didn't like? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, then yeah. you have to, like, walk Pain her through, like, kid. you got to let them down easy. Or, you know what I mean? Like, don't. Yeah, you know, yes, d- kids. You could just not be into the kid. Don't lead them on. Like, don't you? You shouldn't have taken the child. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think no. uh, that could get even more complicated, especially you All being right. a kid that's <laughs> faced rejection. Yeah, that's a good point. But there is no easy way to look at no. a kid who's just like smitten at good. 12, 13, but if 14. You're, I, I guess I'd be a little bit worried if my kid kept taking stuff from this kid. Well, look, I mean, but don't you learn from getting crushed though? What did I learn? Yeah, do, do I look suave? Don't do that again. Do I look suave to you? What did I learn from that? No, but you like, have known me twenty something years. You've seen my interaction with women. I know, but like, all don't all those like add up to something? Like all that, all those scars build your character. Like you learn, like okay, she shot you down. You didn't die. It's not the worst thing in the world. Like Most the, the fear of getting Some shot down mm-hmm. is worse than the aftermath. Of sure, shot. no, it's yeah. good. You, you, it's theater of the mind. You sit there and you play out all these scenarios in your head. No, that's great. You're right. Let's uh, give men confidence to continue to talk to women out of their league after they've been <laughs> shot down over and over again. What a better world we would live okay, in. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that one didn't go well. Let me walk three steps down the okay, bar. Okay, that everybody's Jeffrey Epstein. I'm just saying. Dear God. Well, I mean, that's what we're talking about here. I'm just saying the idea that, that, like, you shouldn't shoot over your head. I mean, obviously, fifth grade Tara Guile was way out of my league. Right, but you learn from it. Most people do. Some people just go. (laughs) (laughs) Some people might just, uh, what's her problem? Like, I, I could see it going one way or the other. Like, you should learn from those situations, but some guys just don't. 252 WCMF, talking about with Valentine's Day today. I, I've lived in fear every Valentine's Day for like the last three, four years mm. of the like uh, emotional bomb, right? Yeah. Some boy revealing their feelings to one of my daughters because they're in middle school right now and like that fear of walking through the door and one of them has a bunch of flowers and a teddy bear and balloons and some little guy made some grand romantic gesture yeah. and now we got this showing up in the house. We got Facebook messages coming in. Uh, this comes in from Dave. Dave says, as a father of daughters, I learned this late. Duffy, you want the flowers and the balloons and the bears because that way... You know something's happening. Your daughters will try and hide all of oh. your boy stuff from you. All That's a right. good point. Yeah. Keep good the dad. ball. Keep the play in front Putting of you. Put it out so. there. Good dad advice right all right. there. You know, going back to the boy thing, you would ask Tommy, are boys more confident today than they were when we were young? Mm. And it just reminded me of something. Because, you know, my oldest plays hockey. Yeah. And so it's just boys around the rink all the time. Okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of boys that she played hockey with when she was, like, really, really little. Yeah. So one of those boys, I got to give the kid credit. He is smooth as hell. Okay. So he's my daughter's age. And I don't know if he's got a crush out or whatever, yeah. but like they talk every once in a while and it's like that constant like, oh, he's gross. Oh, where is he? Oh, he's gross. Oh, where is he? So a couple <laughs> weeks ago, yeah. I'm watching my daughter practice yeah. and he is in like a button up shirt and slacks. His team must have been playing coming up. He's dressed nice to but get He's home. in like church clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you have to wear that stuff to a game. Right. Hair slicked back, long hair, right? Mm. And he comes up to me and he goes, Hello, Mr. Duffy. Now, I haven't talked to this kid in May years. Man, he drops the mister on you. Yes. He's yeah, never well, got that. He's got... 
Hello, Mr. Duffy. How are you? And he like stands next to me. He's got mm. both his hands in his pockets, and he's talking to me. Like, so it's like a little business. Yes, man. he's like a man. We're like that's the a- one you gotta watch out for. <laughs> but I go, uh, good, good, bud. How are you? Good, good, good. Is Stella out there? And I'm like, yeah, she's practicing out there. Oh wow, wow, they look great. They look great. <laughs> wow. How's school going? Good, good, good. Everything's fantastic. How's work going with you? I'm like, good. Are you meeting yourself? I might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, the kid walked away. Right. Yeah. And I was like, very mature. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. It's a suave-ass, smooth-ass kid. Do you not trust that kid? I don't trust that kid at all. (laughs) And I like his parents a lot. They're good people, and I've known the kid since he was five, but if that kid goes near my daughter, oh my God. I would never trust that kid. Slick back hair like he's trying to sell me a car. That's an operator. <laughs> like I was, I was stunned with the amount of confidence he had. Not the maturity. That I mean, yeah, but not that I'm an intimidating person. But you remember how hard it was to talk yeah. to adults at oh, yeah. 12, 13, you 14 years old. You would avoid it if you didn't have to talk to them. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. unless there was a situation where you had to talk to somebody's parents. Yeah, you would just avoid it. Yeah, at all I ain't costs. initiating crap. Yeah, that kid seeked it out. Went, yeah. found yeah. me, talked to me, brought up my daughter, asked me about my job, and then yeah. moved along. Smart move, right? Was it on his part? Yeah, no, get you on your heels. And now you're starting to like, oh, maybe this kid's... I mean, like that's his move, right? Breaking down the barrier right. there. Pull a move, and then and you know he, he can make his move. Before you know it, he's mm-hmm. eating out of your fridge. Yeah. So I know his mom and dad, and I'm dying to know, Yeah. did his dad teach him that? Or is that something that came... Because like his dad... What's the old man like? Well, he seems like the kind of guy who would teach his kid to do well, that. Right. I mean, is he that guy too? Yeah. Uh, he's charming. All right. I mean, is he like... Outgoing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, he he's the kind of guy who'll, you know, come up, shake your hand. He's a good guy. Like, hey, how you doing? How you been? Da-da. So maybe he learned it from watching his dad interact with other adults, or maybe his dad is like, this is how you, you know. Well, does he interact with all parents? I've never seen him talk to, like, anybody, mm-hmm. talk to anyone like that, but I'm not around the kid a ton. Yeah. So, so like, I'm, I'm always of the, I'm tainted because of the sins of the father. Mm. <laughs> so if I find out, like, that kid's dad did what my dad dad did for a living yeah i automatically go that kid's a piece of crap i think we I all do guy, that to an extent if i meet a guy yeah. that where his old man is a salesman which my old man was yeah. a super salesman i go that little bastard's a liar because he was raised by a liar <laughs> well you do it just that's a little scam and liar so that makes you a scam and liar yes <laughs> i i think your father's profession Taint your ideas if you see some bad behavior in your father, or you realize your father is not what you thought he was. That is interesting. You know, I, I there's a whole book on it. I never <laughs> read it, but I hear it's pretty good. So I guess the moral of the story is: don't trust any sales guy's kid. Don't trust any. <laughs> what? That eliminates a lot of kids. <laughs> just, maybe you should. I would just say don't trust any middle school boys in general. Well, that too. How about that? Yeah. Right. Uh, we got a dynamite. Watch out, middle school boys. Kind of break. Nope, that sounded weird. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. These folks say they are underappreciated, they are underpaid, they are uh-huh. not getting the safety that they need at their oh. job, and today they are taking action to try and make sure they get that. Okay. Problem is, this is a very unique job where if they were to stop working, mm-hmm. not everybody has to. And in fact, the people that decide to work tonight will make a fortune potentially. Oh, jump in. Based on, you know, what holiday everybody is celebrating. Supply and demand. So do you take the short-term gain Mm. or do you want the long-term benefit? Oh. You're hanging out in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So we know it's Valentine's Day today. And maybe you're thinking about going out tonight, having a couple of drinks, getting an Uber or a Lyft home. Okay. Maybe you're thinking about doing like a romantic food delivery, nice stuff in through like Uber Eats or Grubhub. All right. And if you are doing that, this is information you need to know. For a long time, folks that work for ride sharing and food delivery companies have not been happy with the folks that employ them. They say the wages aren't fair. They say the safety at best is lax. And they say the companies are taking too much of the money that they are out there busting their ass to earn. So they ain't making. No. They want to be heard. And they have a hell of a plan to do it. So what are they going to do? Today, delivery drivers across the country are calling for a nationwide strike. But they're not a union. No. This would be up to the individual person who drives for Uber or Lyft or Grubhub or things like that. Now, to be clear, we're talking those like app sharing services, Mm. not like Amazon or UPS. So your packages aren't under risk of not being delivered. But- On Valentine's Day, Mm. a large group of these people plan on walking away, turning off their cars, and if it works, it's going to put these companies in a very, very bad spot. Sure. Right? Because how many people were planning nationwide on going out, having a couple of drinks, or having food delivered? Right. Now, to be clear, just so you know if it affects you, it's hard to tell how this is going to play out in our area, because we're not a big Uber town. No. And it seems the strike is being organized in the largest cities in the U.S. Makes sense. But if you were planning on one of using one of these services today, it is something you should keep in mind tonight before you make a move. Maybe right. make a plan B. But there's a problem here. What's the problem? It's a weird business, like you said, when it comes to trying to shut down all the workers. Yeah. For example, let's say the GM plant, which I believe is union, whatever, uh, yeah, a union I'm shop, sure something is, like yeah. that, decides to go on strike. Mm. And two or three people cross the picket line to go Scabs. to work. Scabs. Yeah. They're going to be paid the same hourly wage that they always are going right. to work that day. Yeah. But with gig economy jobs like this, mm-hmm. Uber and Lyft, you are paid based on volume. And if, let's say- The more you hustle, the more you make. You got it. And the more right. opportunities you have to make money, the more you can keep going. Mm-hmm. If there is a strike tonight in Rochester, the folks that decide to work have the potential to make a fortune. Oh, yeah. But at the expense of their co-drivers, mm-hmm. and potentially at the expense of their own future. Mm. So the phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. If you're in this spot, mm. do you take the wad of cash potentially tonight, or do you sit it out 
for potential long-term gain. Oh, okay. All right. What are you doing? So when I cut meat, we weren't a unionized shop. It was, it was the South. Okay. But we did have one grocery chain in the South that was unionized. And every time they would go on strike and ask for a raise, we got a raise so we wouldn't join the union. Okay. So it worked out. We were always pulling for them to strike <laughs> because it meant we were going to make money. Go, guys, go. Yeah, like, Doesn't yeah, man. Doesn't hurt me in any way. Right, but I, get, but I benefit. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm kind of, my head's kind of there. Like, let's say I go rogue and I'm going to deliver tonight. Mm-hmm. But these guys strike and it works and we get a pay increase. Well, I'm going to get the benefit of that. And I'm going to work tonight and put money in my pocket. Doesn't, so let these guys take the risk, okay? And I take the profit. Doesn't that make you a giant scumbag? Yeah, it also makes you smart financially. Well, not because listen, man, I got to eat. I mean, if I sit tonight, I'm screwed. Like, if you think you could sit down, you can afford to take a night off, and mm-hmm. this works great because it's going to benefit me too. Okay, but there's a lot of people that work in jobs where they can't. I understand. Take a night off, but they're going to strike anyway because they feel like the long-term game. Go get them, kiddo. So wait a minute. Wait, no, that is the most no-risk scumbag statement of all time. You're saying I'm just going to stand by and let it happen. Yes. Here's the thing. I understand if a bunch of people who work Lyft or Uber, they say, look, I can't sacrifice the short-term stuff. And most of these people live hand-to-mouth. Fine. Well, not necessarily. Some of these people have part, they use it as part-time jobs to put money in their But they still need it. Maybe. Maybe. You're a scumbag. Yes. But that's how people make money, okay. especially a little. How, how does a little guy get up and get a leg up? Yeah, but if everybody has your idea, then nothing changes. Um, well, no, it changes. We got a little something. No, like, yeah, why would not? Why would everybody not have that idea? Well, everyone else is going to strike, and I'm going to work tonight. Then all of a sudden, there's a thousand Ubers driving around Rochester. I'm just hoping there's enough union suckers to pull this thing there off. There is no union, Kimmy. You were saying. I'm thinking with a with a job like Uber, Lyft, or mm. you know Uber Eats. Um, you may be more likely to take advantage of not, of nobody being out because it's not like you're working a job where you have to be face to face with your coworkers. Yeah, cross the union line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you, you, you're not really feeling that guilt of seeing them face to face. So you may just go yeah. out and do it without feeling any kind of. Who's going to know? Well, I mean, consequences. There are, I mean, what if people are ordering Ubers just to scream in your face? Like, legitimately, Mm -hmm. we've seen other situations like that. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And you could be out. There could be other people who drive Uber or Lyft who see you out with your little light on and you're parked at a restaurant going to pick up food and now there's a confrontation there. I understand. But that's, yeah, that's a, that's a low risk. I, I would I would accept that risk I, to make more money. I love how your argument is. I want both the short term gain and the long term. Yes, gain. and here's a way to do it. Okay. I mean, and to your point though, opportunities like this don't show up very often. It's, bro, why not grab the money? No, but like you're saying, opportunity like other people wouldn't be hurting. But that's their decision. For the benefit and I of support you. you. No, you don't because you're I, not stopping. I support you. You're not kind of. <laughs> Support but deliver. That's what I say. Put that on a shirt. A nationwide Uber, Lyft, gig driver delivery for food strike Mm. has been organized today. Again, they're not unions, so it's up to the individual person whether or not they want to do it. They say their wages are are too low. They say the safety is not good. They say the company takes too much off the top for their hard work, and they're using Valentine's Day nationwide to say, we ain't doing it, put these companies in a bad spot. But- you know, like we said, it's not union. So every individual person has the option to go work. Yeah. You could make a fortune tonight if a bunch of people strike. Or there. you could not work for the long-term benefit. 252 WCMF. Let's talk to Ben. Hey, Ben, what's going on, buddy? 
Matt Box, how are you guys doing? Good, good. What's up? Good to hear from you. Yeah, so I do DoorDash because I'm home. And I live from paycheck to paycheck. And I am so far behind. I really can't afford not to go out. Okay. So if if I'm helping some guy get lucky with his wife or girlfriend or whatever kind of relationship they're in by bringing up some food or whatever, fine. As He's, long as I get my money, I don't care. I, I, I understand that. He's cupid. <laughs> I understand that. But, Ben, were you aware of this strike being organized today? Nope. <laughs> All right, maybe they're doing a great job. <laughs> maybe they don't have an email list. So. Hey, uh, and, and as far as yesterday, that dude Tim that called in who said his personality is a Dolphins fan, that that's not your personality. That's something you're interested in. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's so dumb. And not all the oh, we lost Ben. Man, did we? For the attention. <laughs> All right, well, Ben, listen, I appreciate so the call. Yeah, Ben's going to be working <laughs> Dolphins tonight. Fan calls to defend yeah. Dolphins fan and says, it's not your personality. And he did it from, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> you didn't ago. have to bring it up, Ben. Okay. Ben, I'm going to let you go, no, buddy. I've Good been luck. No, stay about that for a while. I hear you. Stay safe tonight. Go make your yeah. money, but thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Again, I'm not saying that you're union a... busting Ben. <laughs> well, I guess if he wasn't even aware. No, and here's the thing. If you know about the strike and you mm-hmm. still choose to work because you need the money, I understand that. It's your take that makes you a scumbag. I'm going to benefit from them not working and make money at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let them Ride hurt. that wave all the way to the financial shore. Man, I... Chi and a ching. So you would be working tonight, Kimmy. Or what do uh, you if think? If I was, if this was my, you know, part-time gig. Please let the court know Tommy's making the money, um, money sign. I probably would, okay. yeah. I know it makes me a bad person. No, look, I don't think it makes you a bad person. Makes you an American. Legitimately need the money. Makes you an American. Shut up, idiot. I mean, I I guess the question becomes, with the Lyft and all the other places where people feel like they're underpaid and their safety's in question, right? Like, Mm. if you don't at some point inflict pain on yourself, what changes? Right, you got got to stand up, man. No, I'm... You do. No, you're right. You had to stand up to the man a little bit. Okay, but you're Ain't not. Ain't going to take it. But you're not standing up to the man. You're going up to the man. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Here, let me drive around. Let me drop off some half-heated steaks for some romantic people tonight, <laughs> getting some sex while everyone else over there ain't eating and yeah. starving and not paying their bills. Scumbag. Take the easy way. What if nothing changes? What if everybody does what you did? They're not. How do you know? Ben's doing it. But yeah, but Ben didn't know. Okay, he does now. He could have called up and said, you know what, I just heard about this and I'm with you. Would I'm I be you. a scumbag if I started spreading the word that we're striking tonight and then went out and worked? Yes. Just to make sure like, yes. more and more, like encourage people to strike. It makes you a massive scumbag. Meanwhile, I know damn good and well I'm going out working. We got Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the Break Group Facebook page. Uh, this is a good point. It comes in from Alan. Alan says, jobs like this... Uh, Striking would be impossible. One, you're making your own money and you're not relying on anybody else. Two, the companies know this and they take advantage of people who are desperate. Three, even if they were to strike tonight, there's nothing that says the company has to change anything for their own benefit. There'll just be more people willing to jump in and take the job. And he's right. Yeah, I mean, there is a risk. All right, well, uh, you're a scumbag. Thank you. If you have to work, I understand it. Mm. And if you are, again, looking for an Uber or a Lyft or Uber Eats, maybe with Ben not knowing it's not as wide, just keep that in mind if you're going to be doing that tonight. Maybe go a little bit earlier. Oh, okay. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is one of the most interesting phenomenon. In Rochester crime history. Whatever. Well, tell me, these folks know what they're doing is against the law. They, ha- But at the same time, they have to let the public know they're selling this illegal stuff or else they can't make money. Okay. And it's not like they can wander down a dark alley and find somebody in secret. Mm. Problem is, if they get too popular, they get shut down. And the stuff that they're selling, which is expensive, yeah. gets taken away from them forever and they end up facing serious charges. Yet, those charges and the raids that come don't seem to be deterring folks from continuing to try this. <laughs> you hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF, Tommy? Yeah. Yesterday, six stores Damn. were allegedly caught with cannabis products they were trying to sell during raids just in Rochester. So, all in the same kind of area, or are they all like all over the place? Oh, we'll get to it. The Office for Cannabis Management actually took News 8 on three of the raids so they could see what happens. Mm. News 8 was present for an estimated half a million dollars in illegal product confiscated. So in three stores that News 8 was there, they pulled a half a million dollars in illegal marijuana out of these places. So that means these little shops, I'm guessing they're not that big. They're like bodega Mm. looking. Would have $100,000 worth of... Product. Yeah, I mean, if you average it all out, right? Like we're, we're talking actual jars of bud. We're talking joints. We're talking edibles. One place they say they even found a bag of shrooms, which you can't even try and <laughs> yeah. make a legal argument for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're really going rogue. So, Tommy, none of these places had licenses, according to authorities. Mm. They were shut down. They put that little notice on the door. And as we've told you in the past, not only are you not allowed to operate anymore, not only are you facing charges for selling without that license, which are pretty steep. All of the illegal material, the marijuana, that the authorities take from these stores, it's gone forever. You yeah, lose. and you're probably on right. the hook for that weed you purchased to sell. Oh, unless imagine. you already, yeah, you paid for it, I would assume. Right, I mean, but you're out of, but yeah. you haven't sold it, so yeah. you, you've lost all that 
profit. And you've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially, mm-hmm. and now you have court fees, and now you have the potential punishment. Mm. I mean, and that's hundreds of thousands of dollars per store gone, poof, yep. mm-hmm. in an instant. Tommy? Yeah. These illegal dispensaries will not stop. Yeah. Despite the fact that there isn't a need for them anymore. Right. And I get people want convenience, and if there's a place around the corner that's selling illegally and you don't have a moral objection to it, you'll just pop in there. Mm-hmm. But there are at least two state-licensed places operating in the greater Rochester area now that applied for their licenses, and they paid for all this stuff yeah. that the state required, right? And the fact that these bodegas, tiny places, smoke shops won't stop selling means one of two things. Either there is so much money in selling this stuff under the T, mm-hmm. That it's worth the risk of losing okay. what they lost. Yeah. Or these are very stupid people who think they won't get caught. Which one is it? I mean, they're, they're not stupid. I mean, they're business people. I, mean, they... I would argue that losing yeah, hundreds I mean, of thousands of dollars is really stupid. It's got to be the lure of the cash. Yeah. And the profit. Okay. Because you don't have to show it. It's all... It isn't like you had to pay taxes on this. Okay. It's completely an illegal operation. Sure. So you're not going to go, yeah, put that on your IRS form, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, you're so right. So it's got to be that. Okay. I mean, I know that there are a few places near me, one of which has been raided, and it's it's still open. I don't know if they're still selling really? uh, the illegal products, but they're still open and operating. Okay. You know what I mean? So I don't... I. I don't know if a lot of these places are repeat offenders or what. So the other shocking part about this, and the phone number is 252-WCMF. They raided these places, Tommy, Yeah, all in the same general area in Rochester. So and, it's concentrated. Yeah, and the folks <clears throat> for, well, it's not that it's concentrated in one specific spot. These places are everywhere. They did a concentrated raid. And a right. uh, guy who works for the Office of Cannabis Management who sat down with mm-hmm. News 8 last night explained that once they start raids, word gets out real quick. Oh, so yeah, so you got to move. You got it. They got to stay within yeah, the neighborhood and have a bunch of people break out and stuff <laughs> like that. So this isn't like six stores that they found in the greater Rochester area. These are six stores concentrated in the same general area. Mm-hmm. And those are just the ones that they knew about. Right. So for God sakes how many of these places are still selling illegally next time i get gas i'm gonna look around <laughs> <laughs> so tommy yeah is there so much money that they're willing to risk it or it has they, to be so you don't think they're dumb and the fact that the state has foot dragged so long at getting these places open has allowed these places to keep going but you know what I'm saying? But they're cracking down so hard. Now, but I mean, we've been talking about this for years, right? And yeah. the fact that the state is still slow at getting these places even open and operating, right? Because well, I, I tell you, when I, drove through, I, when I drove through Massachusetts, that was a few years ago, mm-hmm. I was amazed to see how many billboards that were advertising weed. Like, they were, like, open for business. Sure. Yeah. And we're not. Right. And I'm thinking, like, the longer you foot drag, it gives these people a lot much more opportunity to keep going. Well, I think that's why they're really starting to crack down, though, right? Because we do have a couple licensed places opening. It, it seems like that's when they really turned up the heat on the uh, places that are, you know, mm. uh, un- under the ra- flying under the radar, I guess. Well, not so much anymore. Uh-huh. I mean, but just real quick, Kenny. Yeah. To your point, Tommy, Governor Hochul came out last week and said the rollout has been unbelievably slow. It was unacceptable, right. and they're trying to find things away. So even the state agrees with the point you mm-hmm. made there. I did get a call from a guy, and there's just one guy who seemed who said he had experience. Sounds reputable. Uh, he said he was a guy. Sounds who, cool. Who maybe worked in the industry. He said that uh, the reason these places wouldn't won't shut down 
is because they some of them could easily clear a million dollars a week. A oh, week? That's, oh. Again, that's one oh. guy's take yeah. on it, so I don't know how accurate that Damn. is. But he said that he works in the industry, and he said like the he called it like the gray shops. Okay, well, that's uh, a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, it could easily clear that much in one week. Oh, right. yeah. There's a reason right there, All man. right, so there you go. There's so much money oh. selling this stuff that it's worth the risk, according to Mom this guy. Mom and rich. 252WCMF. Uh, folks have been waiting on hold again. Mm. We're talking about the Office of Cannabis Management. They uh, took News 8 yesterday on uh, three of the six raids they did in one area in the city of Rochester. News 8 says while they were along for the ride, these three places that were raided, they took half a million dollars in product, illegal marijuana products, mm. and one bag of shrooms, apparently, uh, that they found and they know they're getting cracked down on yet they will not stop it it seems there's more than we thought let's talk to nick hey nick what's going on buddy hey how's it going guys good uh so kimmy is right and it is definitely they're just killing it so hard that it it barely even affects them to get rated well like when you sit in a business meeting right and they have the graphs out and they go, guys uh, gentlemen as you can clearly see we are killing it so hard this quarter <laughs> and next quarter our plan is to kill it Harder. Kill it even harder. Exactly. You got it, Nick. Well, so part of the, you know, when they report that they took $500,000 worth of product, that's, of course, super inflated street value. They're always going to call it retail. But, uh, you know, these places, even even what they're pushing as, quote, high end is garbage. And they're paying 500 a pound, getting it shipped from out west, 500 a pound. And they're turning around selling it for sixty-five, seventy-five hundred a pound. They're easily clearing millions a week, no problem. Okay, can Not I ask o- a can I ask a potentially stupid business question, Nick? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, so like you know, there's mm. places around us like uh, Massachusetts. You can go to Massachusetts, you can buy a bunch of weed, and you can bring it back to New York. I mean, mm. is Pennsylvania selling openly now? I can't remember. But I you know. get the point. But I'm you making. get fireworks with that, Nick. Why am I buying products and having it shipped in? Where when if I wanted to, I could have a van and much easily bring it over here at maybe less cost to myself, less risk. Uh, I mean, some people do, but that's kind of you can't really scale it like that. Like you could go to Massachusetts and legally buy a small amount or like a you know reasonably small amount. You need a warehouse. These places are moving pounds and pounds a day, man. Like the there's lines out the door at all of them, and it's it's insane. They'll move they'll move ten twenty pounds a day easily, and they're making five six seven grand profit alone. You know, just profit on on a pack. Damn. All right, well, that makes more sense. When you get it shipped out from California or Oklahoma or any of these places out west, they're literally coming in at less than $500 a pound. Hey, Nick, how do you know so much about this, buddy? Uh, You know. Yeah, we know. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nick, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah, you too. Okay, so we're in a weird spot. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kimmy. No, I was just shocked. I mean, he kind of confirmed what the first guy said. We're in a weird spot now. Where it or, seems yeah. the only way to fight off these illegal weed sales and the states, I know that people are cynical and their argument is, well, the state's only shutting these people down because they want the tax money for yeah. themselves, which I understand. That mm-hmm. may be the case. You also have to be concerned legitimately about what these people are selling out of their shops because it's not regulated. Right, true. Right? But it never was. I mean, that's how yeah. you bought your weed in general before. Yeah, but there's, al- there's You're also- comfortable with that. Ah, well, there's also people that have been like, yeah, I'll smoke some weed. And look, I had one of those experiences back in the day. I don't know what the hell I smoked. <laughs> I didn't know what was in it. I'm now, sorry. <laughs> no, bro, I wasn't smoking your old man ass weed. Old well, man ass yeah, weed. Yeah, don't smoke that. Ass weed? <laughs>
No, what I mean, in all sincerity, look, yes, I know that people are going to call me a fear monger, and I'm not saying it's happening all the mm. time, but I get why the state would have that concern, all right, all right? right? And on top of the tax money, I mean, this stuff is rolling out. But we're at this weird spot where the only way to fight off illegal drug sales yeah. is to license more legal yes. drug-selling places. Open up the business. You got it. But it's a weird side-by-side. I know. Like, we got to stop heroin by getting more heroin out yes. there. Yes. The good stuff. <laughs> Uh, There was also an interesting thought from someone commenting on the story last night because there's been an argument that with the state rolling out the legality of marijuana, they've created this, as Kimmy put it, gray market. Mm -hmm. Had they not made marijuana legal, we wouldn't have this problem at all. And this person wrote, quote, some of these places have been selling this stuff for years and the cops are now just looking into it because it's legal. The idea being Mm. these folks didn't start selling marijuana products because it was made legal by New York. Mm. They've been selling it forever. Uh, And now the state just cares to break it down because they're selling it legally. Okay. Do you think that's true? Could be. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they I mean, it was that kind of money potential. Why wouldn't you? Well, maybe it's easier to get now because so many places have legal Could growing operations. But, I mean, we've always been in the area. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? But well, to, like, well, I guess walk into a place and actually purchase it. Like, I don't know. Like, like a, a back room deal. Yeah, like a yeah. decade ago where there yeah. are multiple smoke shops in Rochester selling marijuana. Or head shops or any place. Any yeah. kind of like small mom yeah. and pop type of place like maybe. that. Maybe. Like these bodegas that will sell Lucy's, right? Were they also selling pot? Like if you knew who to ask right. and what to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other funny thing, too, there's one argument that made me laugh out loud. Mm. The uh, OCM, Office of Cannabis Management, they brought up the tax money. They brought up they don't know what's in it, right? Yeah. all this stuff. They also go, you know, we're fighting for copyright because uh, some of these products, they're off-brand products that have name brands on them. For oh, example, okay. there was like Lucky Charms Edibles. Right, right. You, know, you got to look out for General Mills. Yes. Because yeah. you don't want people thinking General Mills is selling you marijuana gummy flavored yeah. Lucky Charms. Like, the long arm of Lucky Charms will come after you. <laughs> like, why is the state state's really worried about the copyright law for Lucky Charms? But you know what this does now? What's that? It's going to, most people are going to think every, 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 every store that they think is a sh- is into a shady business mm-hmm. now sells pot. Okay. I want to laugh with you, but when you hear they busted six places in one general You're area. You're going to think every place, it doesn't look right to you. <laughs> you know that poster store at the mall? Weed operation. Well, bro, you I go mean, down there, you get your weed, right? And you can get your Pamela Anderson poster. Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.